All right, boys and girls, it's another edition of the Black Flag Playbook, fresh off of Talladega. I am Vsauce961, host of the Black Flag Podcast. Across me on this Zoom call is Reagan Parent at ReaganParent17. We are the hosts of the gambling part of it, and we have had a tough, tough go here on the Black Flag Playbook. Um, obviously, a uh, little cold going into Dega. You don't feel good about it. Um, Talladega is obviously its own... Uh, Worst enemy, I guess, and uh, we uh, we definitely didn't come out on top. So uh, let's just go through the uh, the Monday Monday morning recap uh, brought to you by Mason Dunn. Uh, shout out to Mason for keeping track of all this stuff. Uh, it's Monday recap time for the playbook from Talladega. Bradley got one bet to cash with Parker Kligerman finishing P3 to leave with $50 total for the weekend, bringing his season total to $745. That said, it was a weekend of just one more spot for Bradley with a P2 finish for Creed and a P6 finish for Jones, equaling a $200 loss instead of a $2,250 profit. Uh, awesome. So, um, and then Reagan, uh, he goes on to say, Reagan truly went all guts, no glory, glory picking all winners and getting none right with two Moffitt and Wallace taken out in late race Rex from the con- uh, contention for the wins. The $600 loss continues to eat into the Stenhouse profits, bringing Reagan down to up $1,845 on the season. Hopefully a little Delaware concrete can lead to a monstrous weekend for our dynamic duo. Thank you again to Mason. Again, this is the Black Flag Playbook. It's brought to you by Only Podiums. Thank you to Jay Townsend. He's been on board since the very beginning, and uh, it's very fitting. Only Podiums. It's uh, it's all we're shooting for here. Um, typically, uh, I guess if you just take Reagan's bets and uh, and fire off a top three bet for uh, whoever he picks for the winner, you're going to be doing pretty good. Uh, but I feel like uh, feel pretty confident with uh, with what we have going on on a top three basis. Um, so shout out to Jay Townsend, Only Podiums. Thank you again, and uh, be, be sure to grab some of their merch. Go like them on social media, and whenever they have their new stuff out, uh, grab some of it. So, like Mason had mentioned, we are going to the Monster Mile in Dover, Delaware. Um, place I've been numerous times. If you've never been there before, highly, highly recommend going to check out a race there. It's something... Uh, well, it, the viewing experience is definitely one of the best. I've been to a lot of the tracks up and down the East Coast, and uh, I would put it top to probably behind darlington for a place to watch a race it's just a lot of fun um very uh very fun very underrated party um so if you're into that stuff obviously uh, go check it out but dover uh, one of my favorite tracks unfortunately not going to make it this weekend um really just didn't plan on it because of the sizzler now the sizzler is not happening and it looks like dover is going to get a metric fuck ton of rain and uh they might race on tuesday but Looking at the uh, 2022 um, results, we'll start with the Xfinity Series. Obviously, uh, scheduled to start on Saturday. Might not race until Monday or Tuesday. Who knows? Um, So in the Xfinity Series uh, in 2022, the top five was Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, Ty Gibbs, Noah Gregson, and Sam Mayer. I was at this race, like I mentioned, and uh, definitely, definitely dominated by the Junior Motorsports cars. Um, and surprisingly, it was Barry Allgaier and Mayer, really, that were the ones doing it. Obviously, uh, Gregson finished a little ahead of Mayer, but uh, Mayer won stage one. Um, and uh, was I think he had a speeding penalty, uh, if, I if I remember correctly, and um, fell a little bit further back. But he was pretty uh, pretty far up there on the fastest lap. So um, Mayer picked up a stage one win. Allgaier picked up the stage two win, and Barry won the race. So uh, Junior Motorsports really just uh, 
kind of dominated. Um, Allgaier really was probably the class of the field. Barry was a lot faster on the late race run. Um, in stage one, Justin Allgaier finished second. Josh Barry finished third. Um, in stage two, Justin Allgaier won the stage, like I just mentioned, and Josh Barry finished fourth. So um, definitely, uh, I think it was probably a, a race that the seven kind of gave away, but um, it was fun to watch those two battle for sure. Um, average running position throughout the race, Justin Allgaier did have an average running position of two. Josh Berry had an average running position of three. Ty Gibbs had an average running position of four. AJ Allmendinger, five. Noah Gregson, six. Anytime that you go into an Xfinity Series race, especially at a place like Dover where Ty Gibbs has run before in an ARCA car and you outrun him, um, you're having a pretty pretty solid day. Um, so going off of uh, the average running position, the fastest laps of the race, Josh Berry and Justin Allgaier both had 41 fastest laps um, throughout the race. Sam Mayer was third on the list with 24. Uh, Ty Gibbs had 19 fastest laps. Brandon Jones, 16 fastest laps. Noah Gregson, 10. Uh, Justin Allgaier has two career wins at Dover. Josh Berry and Cole Custer each have one. Um, throughout his career, uh, I believe it's just two races, could be wrong in saying that, but Josh Berry has an average career finish of 1.5. Um, Sam Mayer has an average run or average career finish at Dover of five, Cole Custer 5.3, and then Daniel Hemrick, Sheldon Creed, just uh, the 7.4 and 8 mark, respectively, and uh, Justin Allgaier has a ninth, ninth place average career finish at Dover. So that's the Xfinity Series little stats. Um, definitely uh, the, the seven and the eight passed the eye test last year. Um, I know that you're a big Josh Berry guy. I know we've been talking about this before we click record a couple weeks Um ago actually that um we'd be hammering josh berry at dover i assume that that is uh that is that what you're going to be going with this weekend that is uh that is still going to be the play josh berry to win this weekend yeah this week whenever they end up getting the race in yeah maybe maybe a little next week action um that'll be a good good way to uh, be productive at work is uh be watching some nascar on fox um on a tuesday at 11 11 a.m or something but um yeah definitely uh Going into going into Dover, I guess, um, just seeing how well Junior Motorsports fared there last year. Um, I mean, it's been a down year, obviously, for that company as a whole. If they're gonna, if if they're gonna be, you know, worth a shit at all at any point this year, I think they need to go to Dover and have a uh, run like they did last year, or at least one of their cars needs to be dominant, and they need to go out there and win the race. Um, just seeing how dominant the seven and the eight were last year, I have no reason to believe that either one of those two won't be the um dominant car um but i i mean it's tough i i do i definitely want to take josh berry to win i think that josh berry is probably one of his better tracks um obviously the 1.5 average finish um but looking at the uh looking at the odds obviously so we gotta we gotta go through that real quick josh berry and justin Augar are both plus 400 um then you get a little bit more value out of a john hunter name check at plus 600 cole custer at a plus 650 uh, Sammy Smith at a plus 800, Sam Mayer at a plus 900, um, then uh, Chandler Smith at a plus 1100, and it drops off pretty significantly from there. Um, you know, one, one thing I did want to mention was uh, Ryan Truex. The 19 car has been pretty stout every time he's gotten into it, it seems. Um, he's plus 1600 to win the race. Uh, I feel like that's not too far off. He has the same odds as Brandon Jones, Sheldon Creed, and Austin Hill. It's it's going to be really tough to not go with the seven or the eight. You're going to go with the eight. I think I'm going to have to go with the seven. I think I'm going to go with the seven. Um, 
I just feel like Justin Allgaier, as bad as Junior Motorsports has been this year, Justin Allgaier has been um, – he's been either on fire or I feel like in the infield care center. Um, he's he's had a couple solid runs, and I feel like I've seen him talk to in the middle of the race quite often. Um, I think uh, Josh Berry will definitely have a good good showing. Um, I think that if, if I had to recommend – I'm going to take Josh Berry for a top three. Let me just preface that, but um, – I think that this might be one of those races that Cole Custer comes out and uh, and has a pretty solid showing too. He's been kind of non-existent. I think this might be a week where you're going to see a lot of the guys that have been non-existent throughout this season go out there and succeed. Um, John Hernemacek obviously has a couple starts there in a truck, and uh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see him going out there and having the success that he is. Uh, he's been having throughout this year. Chandler Smith. I don't think he's going to be that great. It's uh, it's going to be a tough one. It's a it's a monster mile for a reason. So I think that the uh, experience will prevail. Think that you're looking at a Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, Cole Custer type race. Um, I would, I will say, if Sam Mayer is ever going to do anything, it's probably going to come uh, at a place like Dover that he's had success at. A little bit of confidence going into the weekend, but I trust Sam Mayer less than I trust fucking Jeb Burton. And I guess Jeb Burton's kind of going up because uh, obviously he ended up winning last week. But Carson Osvar is still on the. Uh, the old bet slip here. If anyone wants to throw money on him, he, uh, he did just withdraw from the race. So, um, he's, uh, he's plus 150, no 15,000. So, um, yeah, I would, I would rather put money on Carson Hosevar to win. Who's not going to be in the field than, uh, Sam Mayer at plus 900. So, um, I will take, uh, I'll take Justin Allgaier to win. I will take Josh Berry for a top three. Oh, fucking a. These odds drop so much on a top three. It's like it's almost not even plus one plus one fifteen is uh, what I was seeing it at because I'm gonna take the seven of all Geyer for a top three at plus fifteen even money. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well then then I'll do the exact opposite of what you're gonna do. And those will be my two plays for the uh for the Xfinity series. Just Plays that they only go to once. I feel like those two cars were so dominant last year. If they're going to ever be good this year, that's going to have to start start uh, at a at a place like Dover, at a place like they uh, where they've had success. But um, I will say, even though I'm taking the seven and the eight, um, recommend putting a little bit of money on Cole Custer. I think I think the double zero is going to be pretty quick this week. Um, a, a top three plus. Uh, 185. I feel like that's a pretty that's pretty solid value. If he's not going to win, I think that he's definitely going to get a top three. So um, I'll take I'll take the seven and the eight, and then put my lock of the week as Cole Custer in the top three. Um, so all uh, right, just two picks for each of us for the Xfinity series. Yep. That's good. That's good. That's uh, that's two only two losses potentially. Uh, but we're not going to look at it, look at it that way. <laughs> we're going to look at those as both. Those are two winners. winners right there. I feel, I feel way more confident with those two at a place like Dover than uh, anywhere else. So I feel good about it. Um, before we get too much further, uh, I want to give a shout out to Allen's photography, Chris Allen. He's been with us obviously since the very beginning as well. Um, same guys always supporting us. We definitely appreciate it. Chris takes phenomenal photos. We mentioned that, uh, he had some, some great work from Loudon, uh, had, had a bunch of clients, a bunch of guys he was taking pictures for, and, uh, definitely go check that out. Be sure to like him on Facebook, Alan's photography, uh, follow him on Instagram. I think it's Alan's photographs or, or, or something like that, but we'll, uh, we'll tag him. We'll tag him in one of the posts. And, um, 
yeah, definitely, definitely go check out his work. He's going to be the official photographer of the Granite State Pro Stock Series this week, this year as well. Um, big news out of that camp. They just uh, had Marco jump on board for the, uh, the announcing roles for that that series. So uh, the Granite State Pro Stocks roll into town. You definitely want to go check him out. Say hi to Chris. Look up his work. And uh, thank you again to Alan's photography. Um, so going on to the Cup Series at Dover, the 2022 results. Uh, Chase Elliott won the race. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. finished third or second. Sorry, Ross Chastain was third. Christopher Bell fourth. Alex Bowman fifth. And uh, I will say that going into the beginning of this week, the first thing I put down on my my uh, draft or not my draft, Jesus, my uh, speaking of drafts, the NFL drafts going on right now. Um, can't can't imagine sitting and watching uh, all of that transpire. But um, I know a lot of a lot of people gamble on that. That doesn't seem fun. But um, so we'll gamble on we'll go on, gamble on racing. But uh, on my my bet slip, that's the that's what I was trying to think of. Um, I did have uh, Alex Bowman for a top five down, and uh, I had Josh Berry for a top three. Uh, that was right when I started making it. And then uh, Alex Bowman goes out there and uh, does a cartwheel in his uh, sprint car, and he's out of the race, and uh, it's going to end up being Josh Berry. So Alex Bowman, one of the guys at Dover, definitely a sneaky, sneaky good pick, and he's not going to be in the field. So, um like yeah, like I just mentioned, those were the top five last year in 2022. Stage one, Denny Hamlin picked up the win uh, over Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, uh, Ross Chastain, and Martin Truex Jr. So a little little thing, I just uh, went back and watched the highlights just to jog the memory. I do remember this uh, very vividly. It looked like it was going to be an absolutely dominant weekend for the 11 car. Um, he dominated stage one, and then he um, uh, they forgot to put a right front tire, or no, left front tire, on uh, on the car on the first pit stop of the day uh, after stage one and uh he ended up obviously going to the back um having to work his way back from i think he even went a couple laps down or a lap down um and so he went from the, the lead he went from the lead to very far back had to work his way back up and he was passing or uh, he was running fourth when um cody Ware hit the wall down the front stretch spun out came back down the track clipped denny and uh ruined his day yet again so um denny hamlin fastest car last year um for sure. Um, well, I guess you'll see one of the fastest cars. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But so stage two, Ryan Blaney picked up the win over Kyle Bush, Alex Bowman, Martin Truex Jr., and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Um average running position in the race, Chase Elliott fourth, Ross Chastain fifth, Kyle Bush, Martin Truex sixth, Alex Bowman seventh, fastest laps last year. Martin Truex Jr. had 56. Denny Hamlin had 42, Ross Chastain had 38, Kyle Busch had 35, Chase Elliott had 33, Alex Bowman 24, Kyle Larson 15. So uh, Hendrick Motorsports pretty quick last year, but not as quick as the Gibbs camp. Um, career wins at Dover, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex, and Kyle Busch all have three, Chase Elliott have two, has two, um, obviously one of them coming last year. Um, Larson has a 6.9 average finish. Um, Chase Elliott has a 9.8. I believe those are the two top dogs on that board for their career. Um, yeah. So what, one thing I did have down, which we haven't talked about in quite a while, but daily fantasy, um, definitely still play that from time to time, but, uh, we don't, don't kind of discuss it, I guess, as, as much on this show. Um, rain is likely going to cancel qualifying. So you're in a you're in a kind of good spot here where um, you're going to have a lot of guys that are going to be forced to start at the back of the field. Um, obviously, I don't know how the exact metrics work. You have to like 
if the wind's blowing a certain way and your mother's maiden name starts with a Q, you get to you get to start in the top like twenty nine. Um, I don't know how exactly it works. I just know that if you didn't run great last weekend, you're probably going to start towards the back. Um, so one, a couple guys that definitely uh, you want to take a look at: Kyle Larson, uh, obviously involved in that massive wreck, and uh, Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest last year, so he was running the Rick Ware car. I will never forget it. Running that 15 in an absolute shit box. Never seen it run well ever in my life. I'm down on the infield for qualifying, and Ryan Priest makes it. Oh, maybe he didn't. Maybe he missed it by one spot. So they're they're taking like the top five from one round of practice and the top five from the next round of practice. Um, so maybe it was the second grouping. I don't know. But um, basically, Ryan Priest was fast, and Ryan Priest had uh, out qualified some pretty big name guys. I think even Alex Bowman was one of the guys, um, or maybe it was William Byron. It, it was it was pretty staggering just to see that fifteen um, up there on that board, and um, he uh, he definitely showed some speed. He was running in the top fifteen, I believe, throughout the race, and then uh, he had a he had a, he had a pit during a green flag run. I think at the end of the race, ended up finishing like twenty fourth. Something like that, but he he definitely overperformed in that fifteen car. Definitely showed some speed. So, um, just starting off the uh, the bet slip for uh, the uh, the Sunday slate of NASCARing. I will be uh, I'll be going with a Ryan Priest top ten. The um, the odds aren't great. I will just say that. I think uh, Vegas. I think there's a bunch of people that are definitely uh, throwing some money on that one. I, I don't know if the books kind of lost their ass on uh, some top ten betting last week with a couple guys sneaking in there, but Ryan Priest only a plus 185 for a top 10. Um, but I definitely like that. I like the value. There's uh, There are some guys back back down here. Uh, you know, Austin Dillon, not good really anywhere, but top 10 plus 325. Driving a good car. Eric Almarola plus 245. Ty Gibbs, 200. Um, definitely some guys down here that uh, wouldn't be, wouldn't be completely shocked if, uh, if they get a tough or a top 10 out of it. But so one thing, uh, legacy motor club, obviously they've had a very, very, they've struggled pretty much the whole season. Um, one of these, one of these weeks, they're going to turn it around. Um, I don't think that it's going to be this one. Um, I don't know. It was good. there in an Xfinity car. I just think that they're going to still struggle and, uh, hopefully a little bit further down the line, they can, uh, they can capitalize, get a top 10 run and uh, we can capitalize on some odds because uh, Vegas is definitely starting to fade legacy motor club um, plus five fifty for an Eric Jones. Top 10 is kind of crazy seeing uh, how, how good he was last year. So um, those are some of the long shots. Um, I will be taking a Ryan priest top 10 plus one eighty five. That'll be the first bet on my Sunday slate. What, uh, what are you looking at Reagan? I don't have any uh, top 10 bets down on the slate. I believe the highest thing I have is a top five, and I'm going to take Ross Chastain for a top five at plus 225. That's pretty good. He was he was pretty solid last year. I feel like as a whole that that club has a – well, no, I guess it's not a club. Track house clubbing. Uh, they haven't run as good as they did last year, um, but definitely Ross Chastain out of the two drivers that they have uh, – staggering um difference i feel like rosh has saying just he goes out there and and uh i don't know i i feel like i'm on i'm on like the fence with ross where i feel like he's underperforming this year but he overperformed so well last year but also he's one of those guys that you just go to a racetrack and you're not shocked if he goes out there and just kind of dick stomps him um so top five definitely uh definitely a solid play there um just looking at the odds though 
I uh, I actually really really like a uh, I like a Kyle Busch top five plus two thirty five. He's uh, he's been really good there in the past. Um, I feel like out of all the guys that I've definitely been eyeing, he uh, he definitely has the best odds, or I guess the worst odds technically for um, for finishing in the top five. Because I really think um, so. So just to uh, kind of inform everyone, Kyle Larson is the favorite plus five hundred. Um, William Byron plus 650, Chase Elliott plus 800, and then it gets the Denny Hamlin at plus 800. Um, and then it, it just drops from there. I think Martin Truex Jr. was next, um, but the uh, sports book just crashed on me. Um, I've been to Dover a handful of times. I have watched Kyle Larson um, run really, really well there. Uh, I don't think he has ever won the races that I was watching. Uh, him and Martin Truex Jr., though, put on an absolute clinic one year uh and it was just so much fun to watch actually christopher bell was next on that list plus 900 kevin harvick plus a thousand and then martin trix jr plus 1100 um but yeah so so when i basically when i started thinking about dover coming up this weekend denny hamlin martin trix jr those are two guys that definitely came to mind um and then i just started thinking about how dominant hendrick motorsports has been and those guys Typically are good at a place like Dover, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott in particular. Uh, obviously, we mentioned Alex Bowman, but uh, Josh Berry is going to be filling in for him. Um, so I think that right off the bat, I, I think that uh, it's tough. I just I feel like this is a week that you're going to see a Kyle Larson just back in victory lane. Um, but he's he's had a really weird season. Mason noted that. I think that uh, he finished like second, 35th, first, and then like 33rd last week. Um so if the trend is uh, is that, he's going to have a top three run. He is the favorite, though, so the odds aren't going to be great for a top three. But I think I'm going to have to go uh, I'm gonna have to go Denny Hamlin for, uh, for a win here. Um, so that's just – I don't know why I just went top ten straight to the win, but uh, I just wanted to get that off on off my chest. I've been feeling – I've been feeling good about old Denny Hamlin this week. Um, and then uh, I don't know, man. You can, you can get some good value on a Martin Truex Jr. top three, but I don't know if I want to take a top three or a top five yet. Because if I'm going to do a ten, I see realistically and theoretically, one of these weeks we gotta we gotta hit all three or four of our bets on the slip, and we're gonna look like fucking geniuses. But it's it's almost like NASCAR is like it's not as predictable as it used to be. It's not even yeah. so much as it's not even so much as like oh you're going to this place, this guy's good here. It's like no, like they need to make sure that they don't speed on pit road or. You know, if their if their pit stop is slower than someone else's, like they're just going to get out front, and you're not going to be able to pass them. So, uh, it's tough. I feel like Denny Hamlin has a good good enough pick crew, but I don't know. And when it comes to just raw speed, I feel like Hendrick Motorsports definitely has the upper hand. But um, it's uh, I guess you can look at that as also a Chevy thing as as a whole. So, uh, going off of your uh, Chevy top five, what else do you got on the slip? I'm gonna take Chase Elliott to win. Third race back since being out. Always ran good at Dover. Hendricks always been good at Dover. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. uh about all I got for that one. That's a pretty solid that's a pretty solid pick. Um I actually thought it was funny. Uh I so I, I've been to Dover three or four times now. I've seen Chase Elliott win there twice. Uh one of them obviously being last year and then his second ever win. Um he he is definitely very good at a place like Dover, and I'm sure that he's definitely looking forward to getting to a place. That uh, he's had so much so much success, but uh, my buddy Brian Hahn, he's down down at Dover right now. He was getting drunk in the uh, like his his birthday was yesterday or something like that, and uh, he's drunk down in the camping lot. And I posted on the Patreon, you know, time to make your picks for Dover or whatever. 
he he responded about 30 seconds later with Chase Elliott. And I was like, Jesus, someone feels good about the, uh, the old nine car. Um, so, and he's, he's typically pretty good when it comes to, uh, I know that obviously our race pool is kind of tough cause you can only use a guy once, but, um, he's typically a, a, a pretty smart shoe when it comes to NASCAR. So, uh, definitely a good pick there. Like the nine will definitely have uh, his best run of the season so far. Um, obviously he's only ran a couple races, but yeah, I just, uh, the Denny Hamlin, I feel like is just. He's due. I feel like the Toyotas as a whole are due. Um, obviously, Christopher Bell picked up a win um, a couple weeks ago, but I, um, I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like Denny Hamlin just has to has to like turn it around. He mentioned on his podcast a couple weeks ago that he was about to start lighting the world on fire, and he just hasn't really done it yet. I think for his standards, um, but I feel good about this weekend at a place like Dover, place where he was so fast last year. But um, going Denny Hamlin for a uh, for a win and. Uh, Man, I think uh Oh god, your pick makes me want to go chase Elliott top 3. I've been pretty good at that so far. Yeah. Fuck. I might have to go chase Elliott top 3. Denny Hamlin to win, chase Elliott top 3, Martin Truex Jr. top 5. I mean, I feel like Truex Jr is going to have a solid run. Um but man, Kyle's been fast and Kyle's good here. Ooh. Kyle Busch in a Chevy or Martin Truex Jr. in a Toyota. I'm going to take Josh Berry for a top three as well in the 48 car. At this point in the year, he's basically a cup regular, having ran, I don't even know how many races for Chase Elliott, now going back with Hendrick, familiar team. Plus 1,100 odds. It's my long shot of the weekend. Yeah, that's certainly a long shot. Um, But hey. He did finish in the top three of that other track. Um, At Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. God, Truex was just so fast last year. I feel like it, it. part of me feels like Truex is just like mailing, not mailing it in, but like he's just not the Truex that we're used to seeing. Like Truex used to show up to racetracks and just be so dominant. And like obviously Toyota's kind of taking a slight step back, I guess, as a whole. Um Oh man! Speaking of mailing it in, I feel like the Kyle Busch eighteen team had kind of done that last year at some points too. So, um, I mean, Kyle Busch, Truex definitely had the fastest, most more fastest laps last year. Um, mm. toss up for top five pick. I'm thinking about it for too long, but I just know that one of those guys finished in the top five and one of them's not. That's just that's my that's my lock of the week is that one of those two guys in the top five and the other one just not that he's super super far back, but a seventh is not a top five. Um Kyle Bush at plus two thirty five or Martin Truex Jr. at plus one ninety. Better odds with Kyle Bush. Uh, yeah. Or Worse odds. I don't, I don't know which way you want to look at that, but yeah, I'll go. You know what? I I can't just go. I can't go to Toyotas with how dominant Chevy's been. Um, obviously, I just mentioned I was going to take Chase Elliott for a top three. I'll take Kyle Busch for a top five. Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott. Denny Hamlin for the win. Chase Elliott top three. Kyle Busch top five. Ryan Priest top ten. And I'm doing it to myself again. Only two picks on a Saturday. Four picks on a Sunday and watch them all not hit. That's not the spirit, though. You know what? I can't say that. I'm going to cut that. Um, probably just going to leave that in, actually. But 
I feel good about it. I, I do really think that going into this weekend, Denny Hamlin's going to have a solid showing. Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, um, just to name a few. I'm, I'm surprised that William Byron's that far up there. He hasn't shown a ton of success. Obviously, he's been like the class of the field for pretty much the whole season. But at a place like Dover, he hasn't had a ton of success. So um, I think I would probably fade him out of the guys that are kind of favored this week. And um, I might have to throw in, if, if it does rain out, which I'm sure that it's going to, I, I might have to throw in a, a daily fantasy lineup just because it's going to be fun. Try to catch some guys that don't usually play and uh, try to pick some guys that are somewhat cheap that are starting pretty far back that are going to have a, a a solid run. I do I do really think that Ryan Priest is going to have a solid run and uh, maybe solid's not a top 10, but maybe a top 12, top 15 run. And, and I'm sure that he's going to have to start probably back and he's probably going to be starting 38th. So uh, for a thing like for a uh, daily fantasy lineup, definitely uh, I would definitely consider and uh, highly recommend putting uh, him in your lineup. But so Dover's on the horizon uh, this weekend, obviously coming up. I want to thank Scott Fowler before uh, before we let you go. Scott's obviously like uh, it's been the same sponsor ever since the beginning. Everyone that uh, started sporting us has uh, kept sporting us. And I got to be honest, I think that the listenership has definitely been higher than I thought it was going to be um, pretty, on a pretty consistent basis. So uh, that's super cool. Glad that people listen. And uh, hopefully that uh, hopefully everyone tails the winners because uh, I do feel I do feel a little bit bad when uh, we have really, really, really shitty weeks. I know that you really can't do that in a thing like gambling because that's why it's called gambling. Um, you know, they'd they'd just call it winning if it was that easy. But um, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's fun. Uh, it's obviously getting getting larger as uh, as time goes on. But I think Dover is one of those tracks where uh, I don't know. Couple, I feel like the cream rises the, the the top. I almost just said the crop. I'm fucking like zooted. I'm so exhausted. I've been cleaning all day. I got dust like just flying around me, and I am so stuffed up. There's been points in this show where I've been talking and I've just completely been like, I don't even know what I just said, but I'm just going to keep going on. I hope it wasn't wasn't wrong. Like, did Christopher Bell win a race a couple weeks ago? Didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. I was going to say he said that and then like I fully in my, my brain just went, he didn't win a race, you fucking idiot. All right. Well, uh, he I, won Bristol dirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I had to think about that for a minute. I had him. He was the only <laughs> naturally, naturally, I'm second guessing myself, and I literally had that guy to win. That was my first outright cup winner of the year, I think. So Jesus, what a fucking what a night. Uh what a week. What a life. Uh Sizzler's canceled. Dover's probably gonna rain out. Uh gonna be racing on a Monday and Tuesday, just perfect for an office job. Might fake fucking COVID close contact, just sit at home all week. So but- is the lock of the you were talking about Scott Fowler before? Is the lock of the week going to be a a JRM uh, win in Xfinity, or is it going to be the Cole Custer top three? Oh, because we didn't bet Cole Custer to finish top three, and you said that was the lock of the week before. I think we should just go with the JRM win. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's actually that's kind of sketchy to throw out there for people though as a lock, you know, because like. I don't know. You got guys like John Hernemachek in the field and Cole Custer. And like, obviously Cole Custer has been shit all year, but he, at some point he's got to turn around and John Hunter's fast. I mean, Chandler Smith, I guess this is one of his first times going to the track. He maybe he's raced there once, but um, not super successfully. And uh, man, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish that you could kind of do like a team bet, but I feel like JRM would kind of be really shitty odds, I guess. I think they have those like a, you can bet by the manufacturer. Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably have that, but it's not on the Barstool Sportsbook. Yeah, that might be like a DraftKings thing. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. JRM car lock of the week Saturday, aka Monday, Tuesday, whenever the fuck it happens. Um, I I feel all right about it. I don't feel too too bad. Um, uh, but I will say, uh, uh, I might have to throw the Cole Custer top three on the bet slip. I might just have to do that. A place he's won before. Um, and he won. He won back in 2019, which I believe. Uh, was uh, I don't know if it was that had to have been either his first or second year in in the Xfinity series. So um, probably raced against some pretty uh, pretty tough competition. Ended up getting the win. So I might I might have to add another bet to the slip. I might have to gamble a little bit more money this week and just hope uh, hope all is well in the world. Hope that I can get out some winners. Hopefully I can get people to uh, I don't know back back me and uh, hopefully I'll see some familiar faces at the cash counter. You know, so the Scott Fowler lock of the week. A JRM car is going to win the Xfinity Series race. That sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's either Josh Berry or Justin Allgaier because that'd be a metric fucking fuck ton of a shame. That doesn't even make sense. But that'd be a be a massive shame if it, it just ends up being Sam Mayer <laughs> or Brandon Jones comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking Brandon Jones, Austin Hill, John Hunter, top three. Sick. Lost everything. Guaranteed the lock of the week. Perfect. Gotta love it. That's bet. That's betting. It's all fun and games, literally. Um, but yeah, this has been uh, episode fucking eleven or twelve or thirteen of the Black Flag Playbook. This is the Dover episode. I can tell you that for sure. And uh, we'll, we'll see, see y'all at the cash counter. There you go. <laughs>